Hey there, it's Vashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If you haven't subscribed, liked, followed any of those cool buttons, go ahead and do that right now. For those who have been following along, I just want to say for our 10th episode, thank you, thank you so much for being a part of this journey. Now let's jump right into it. Last week, I talked about the attitude of rightness. And a lot of that stems from pride. It stems from our wanting to feel like we know it all or we're in the know of it all. But today, I wanted to branch out a little bit from that attitude of rightness. So it still has to do with it, but I'm taking a different direction. For those of you who are very aware of what's going on in the news or what's going on in social events, you know that there's a lot of political, racial, gender rightness happening. Everyone has their opinions and everyone has their thoughts and feelings on certain things. Now, I'm not here to convince you how to think. I'm not here to convince you how to respond or how to feel about certain things. What I do want to do, however, is to help you gain a new perspective on how you deal or how you cope or how you respond to people who think differently, live differently, and are different from you. Before I get into that, I just want to say Christians are the worst. It's honestly sad to see those who consider themselves Christians. And I, I'm just going to loop myself in there. I always try to loop myself in there because I know I'm not perfect. I know I fall short from time to time. I know I make mistakes. I say things or I do things that aren't necessarily Christ-like. But, you know, we were kind of crappy. Christianity, the original intent was for it to be individuals who are set apart. Today, we use Christianity as a superiority card when it's really not that. It's the opposite of that. Christianity is a humility card per se. We act differently in the right manner. We respond differently in the right manner. We speak differently in the right manner. But today, Christianity is blended. We look like, talk like, dress like, post like everybody else. And I'm not referring to the style that we choose or the music that we listen to or the conversations that we engage in. That has nothing to do with it. I'm talking about those who think differently than we do. We respond just as everyone else would. Modern day Christians have absolutely no filter. They have no filter of the mouth nor the heart. We speak our minds, even if it dishonors those in authority, encourages profanity and subject those around us to compromise. You see, because it's expected for those who do not know Jesus, who do not know the redeeming love of God to curse, to degrade, to respond a certain way. But for a Christian to do that, you don't really expect that, right? There's just a lot of inconsistency in the Christian faith. Like I said, we will publicly shame and dishonor those in power of authority if we don't agree with them. We don't speak in moderation and morality. We use the idea and the concept of freedom of speech and we abuse it. And we say that we are the salt and light of the earth, but yet we're just like everybody else. We compromise biblical principles and character traits in order to speak our minds. We say to ourselves, oh, I'm just going to put Jesus down just for a second and say what I have to say. And I get it. It's hard sometimes to be in a setting or to be in a group where 
people think differently than you do and you're trying to convince them your narrative. You're trying to convince them a certain way of life. But let me tell you this. You as a believer, you as a follower of Christ should want revival in the church, should want revolution of the heart towards Christ. We should want Pentecost. We shouldn't want like-mindedness. And that's the issue. We crave like-mindedness so much that we would rather degrade and hurt someone with words and actions rather than understanding not everyone is like us. Not everyone thinks like us. Not everyone operates and understand life like us. And I'm not saying us as in, oh, Christians, we are just a set apart group and we think high and mighty. We know it all. That's not it. Because here's the thing. I might like ketchup and don't like tomatoes. And to you, that makes absolutely no sense. But in my head, it makes complete sense. I don't like tomatoes, but I do like ketchup. I know this is silly, but someone who is a ketchup or tomato advocate, they'd probably be like, Vashti, why don't you like tomatoes? Tomatoes are so healthy. Tomatoes do this. Tomatoes do that. And no matter how much you drill into my brain that tomatoes is the way to live life, it's not going to change how I feel about them. I just don't like tomatoes. I prefer ketchup. And a lot of times that's how we treat people. We treat situations. We treat those who think differently than we do. We bash them, degrade them. Even if it takes drilling into their head a certain concept or a certain way of living or a certain way of speaking or a certain way of believing, we will do whatever it takes, no matter the cost, just to get our point across, just to have rightness. That was my introduction to lead to this specific point. We have lost the ability to respect. We don't know how to respect. You know, and in my blog, I wrote about honoring those who are in authority, giving those who are in authority the proper recognition. Here's the thing. Simply put, the basic meaning of honor is respecting someone. Now, there's deeper meaning towards it where it has to be someone in high esteem of recognition who absolutely earns it. But I want to challenge you to view honor as simple as the meaning is. If you Google what honor is, the first thing you're going to see is to respect someone. In the Bible, it talks about honor your mother and father, respect them. In the Bible, it also talks about honoring your leaders, honoring those who God has placed in authority. Now, I'm not here trying to say God placed so-and-so as our president or God placed so-and-so as our vice president or God placed so-and-so as whatever it may be as your boss or as your professor or as your leader. I am not here to convince you one way or another. I feel a lot of times Christians, we can get all theological about the simplest things in the world. Look, I'm not God. I can't tell you why certain people are in power or if God picked them or whatnot. What I can tell you is if you're a Christian and you say you believe in Jesus and you follow his principles, there needs to be consistency in your faith walk. You cannot say you follow Christ and speak a certain way about those in authority. You cannot say you love Jesus, but yet treat those who think differently, live differently, and act differently than you do. You treat them as if they're dirt. Respect does not mean agreement. Respect simply means you treat people as Jesus 
would and what did Jesus do? Time and time and time again in the Bible, we see that Jesus did two things. He showed compassion and he showed mercy. And in compassion and mercy, he corrected. But most importantly, he was moved by compassion and mercy. Too many of us have lost our saltiness. Actually, no, too many of us are salty. That's why we act the way we do. We're salty because certain people choose to live life differently. We're salty because not everyone agrees with us. We're salty in our rightness. We have the wrong kind of saltiness. The Bible talks about this in Matthew chapter five. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, be the light, shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. As a Christ follower, as a believer, you should be the salt and light. We know that in our bodies, salt is important. Salt preserves. Salt is a part of our diet. Our words how we respond, how we react, how, how we live our lives should be as good salt. So when we speak about those in authority, when we speak about those who think differently than we do, should be edifying. It should be uplifting. It should provide a source of life. If my husband thinks a certain way about a certain topic, that doesn't give me the grounds to degrade him because he thinks a certain way. Now I can say, honey, respectfully, I think your approach on that is wrong, but let me hear your heart. Let me understand why you think that way. And we talk about it. I'll conclude with this. Jesus is the perfect example of how we should respond when we are either accused, ridiculed, or condemned for thinking differently. When he was about to be crucified, he did not scream at the naysayers. He did not lash out in anger and frustration. He did not ridicule them. Jesus had all ability to prove his rightness. But you know what he did? He remained silent. He remained silent before his authority. Remember, needing to prove your rightness is pride. And that's not something we should have as believers of Christ. We struggle with it from time to time, but we should be working towards humility. We should be working towards deliverance from that character trait. And we should honor. Honor and respect is being the salt and light of the world. And that's not just when we speak. It's how we live and how we post. True Christianity is not blendedness. It's authenticity found in integrity of our speech and character. We should desire to be different. We should desire to live differently. People will always think differently than you do. I think differently than you do about certain things. I'm sure some of the things I've said, you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. Or I don't agree with her. And that's normal. That's okay. But just because you think a certain way 
about something just because you think differently than I do does not remove the grounds for respect. Respect remains. I challenge you today, if there is someone that you struggle respecting, if there's someone that you struggle speaking edifying words about, then go ahead and do that. Just try it out. Try to shift the way you post, the way you speak, the way you respond to those who think differently than you do. And that doesn't remove your standing or your position on a certain topic, but it does provide a bridge for communication. Because rightness, pride, and negativity only builds walls. But when we humble ourselves, when we honor and respect, it creates a bridge for communication. And most importantly, it creates room for Jesus to move. Be the example. Be who Jesus has called you to be, the salt and light. And remember to speak, respond, and walk as Jesus did. Being moved by compassion in mercy. Well, that's it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to like, share, follow, subscribe, all the cool buttons in order to be connected with post blog. Love y'all. But remember, God loves you most.